Blog Talk Radio. About how we first got on this planet. 
And so we were part of God's original plan. And so we need to re-educate ourselves about that, get ourselves back into our position, and then teach our children and go forward that way. So you could uh, purchase this book. It's called The Superior Power in Black America online at lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. Or you can uh, buy it at Barnes & Noble. It is also available at Amazon. Uh, you can read about 58 pages of this book free if you Google book it, you know. So I think that the most important thing is to get the information out. And so I'm just wondering, is my guest available? Also, I'm going to have another guest. His name is my good friend, Kenneth, Kenneth Jones, uh, from the Urban Black uh, American Show. So he's also a professional. Kenneth, are you there? Hi, hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Ken. How are you today? Fine, thank you. How are you, Daryl? I'm very good, sir. Thank you for coming on to the show, man. I, I'm always looking for voices like yours. We also have uh, another couple of guests. Uh, my other guest is Terrence Freeman. Are you there, Terrence? Okay, so my other guests may not have gotten in yet. Uh, remember, Terrence, if you want to get in, just dial in the number 347 Zero one eight zero and press the one to get into the queue. All right, Ken, what's going on, man? Nothing much. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm really excited about this this particular show. Uh, it I know it hits you at home, and it yeah. definitely hits me at home. I'm I'm a Chicago native, uh, but at birth. I've only been in Texas for six years. I had to move here for economic reasons, but my heart is still in Chicago, and it's a lot of things going on out there. Uh, our topic today is deadly violence in America. What do you think about that, right. Ken? Deadly violence is uh, it's a plague in our communities, and uh, people have to know. They come up with all these ideas, what we need to do, what we have to do, but the first thing we have to do is change our behaviors and attitudes. And one of the negative behaviors in our, on, 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 in our communities uh, is violence. It's violence towards one another. It's gang violence. It's youth violence, uh, domestic violence. All type of violence is being played towards each other. And we need to, to really evaluate our attitudes and our behavior towards each other and among each other, how we communicate with each other. I just had a show uh, uh, Tuesday talk about the N-word, again, a behavior and an attitude. All this disrespect uh, uh, with each other is is, is really uh, becoming a, a, a play in our community where it's preventing us from going to the next level. I think uh I think you're absolutely right, Ken. You know, those are those are uh points that we pers we, we have to address in a personal way. But right. I, I also believe that there is another dynamic, something that's external. Okay, for instance, what is unacceptable is the violence on our streets. We know that. So what we need to be thinking about is how to arrest America's mentality mm -hmm. 
that gun violence is how we as a society society should be living. It's, I, it's think almost have, I, think, I think we have a, I, I think we have another guest. Okay, good, good, good. Is yeah, that you, Terrence? Yes, sir. No. Okay. All right, welcome to the show, Terrence. Uh, this Thanks. is Terrence Freeman. He is a he is a a former gang member. And so, Ken, when you talk about behavior, uh, here's a here's a person who's absolutely changed that behavior and his entire perspective. This is the reason why I needed him to come to the show because I needed his input. Terrence, how are you? Hey, today? how you doing, Terrence? I'm doing all right. How are you gentlemen doing? Fine, good. I want you. you to meet my good friend Terrence uh uh Kenneth Jones. Now he's got his own radio show, but he's with us today because he's he's professional and he's got a real life perspective on uh a certain part of this. I come in with my own perspective. You have a perspective and Kenneth has one. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Terrence. Well, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Former gang member, been in the gang for numerous amount of years, about ten, fifteen years. And what, why did you need to go, Terrence? Stop right there. Why did you have okay. to be a part of a gang, man? Tell me that. Well, it was the environment that I grew up in, seeing all the things. First of all, we wasn't able to have the right amount of schooling. Uh, we wasn't allowed to go to certain places. We wasn't allowed to make names for ourselves. So in order for us to be heard, I felt when I was younger, I was in a gang um, because to protect my family, people around me, because we wasn't getting a fair shake. So that's why and I you know, And also I just want to add, because I have worked with uh, uh, gang members for uh, many years uh, in uh, Brooklyn. And, and and in um, Manhattan, and and a couple of things that uh, was always told to me, I asked the same question. You know, why would you join the gang? It's two major reasons. One, a sense of no. Three major reasons. One, a sense of belonging. You know, at a pressable age, at eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, you start looking for a group, a fraternity-like group, and what have you. And the gangs always had open arms. Uh, uh, for uh, for our, our, our young men. Also, it's economics. It's stuff that you now, uh, speak That's where of. I'm at. And economics. And also, I feel economics have to be a solution base, not locking these young brothers up, not uh, uh, taking away from their families, not taking away from their community for 10, 15, 20 years, but let's try to find an economic solution. Let me add something to that, Ken. Let me add something to that. It is is known that this is common knowledge to everybody. We don't find people that are uh, people that have opportunities, uh, businessmen, or people that are going to work every day, or people that uh, are in school. So economic opportunity, we don't find uh, that in the gang society There is no rich uh, person, no uh, wealthy person on the corner gangbanging because he's filled with opportunities and economic stability. So when you talk about economics, I'm thinking, for me, that is one of the major legs 
of what necessitates a gang? What what feeds the environment that would support gangs? And that is lack of opportunity and economics. Terrence, tell what me a little bit about that, Terrence? Yes. Oh, we have I can't hear you. Can't you on the line? I cannot hear you. He's he's so, asking yeah, you what did you what did you think about that, Terrence? Um I think you're right. Um it's it's a way for our for our voices to be heard. Um because we're not getting the jobs. We're not being able to be successful because they don't want us to be. They set us up, put guns on the streets, they put drugs on the streets, knowing that we have nothing else we can do. So we resort to that. We go to the drugs, we go to the guns to try to make a name for ourselves. And what they do is they put the guns out on the streets, lock us up, and the same guns that they take away from us, they put back on the streets so they can lock us up more. Now, that cycle that cycle is more vicious than just that because once you go yeah. into jail and you become a felon, you cannot get a job. You cannot get better housing. You cannot go to school. So go ahead, Karen. Yes, you're absolutely right about that. It, it's hard. It's hard because you're looked at as a bad person and someone that's a troublemaker when all you wanted was a fair shake. And they're not understanding this. And they're knowing that racism is never going to stop. And I don't see why us black people is hoping for racism to stop because that's a dead horse we're beating. It's never going to stop. What we need to do is change our perception on the way we live and how we handle things and get smarter. We need to get people in school. We need to support our local black people that have businesses, small businesses. We need to spend in our own territory instead of other people's territory, to make ourselves better as a whole. And that's the only way it's going to work is if we work in unison. If we work together. Yes. Can I ask you something? Um, Yes. uh, How how would you think if, if, if there was a group that go corner by corner in this nation, they go corner by corner in the cities. Go 100% of cities have gang issues. Go uh, corner by corner in the designated areas where there's gang activity. With the plan to 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 change their uh, uh, perspective, to change their to change their uh, uh, outlook on, on life uh, or whatnot. Um, you think they would be receptive? No, I do not. Um, we're Why never going to be accepted. I mean, receptive. Would they, would they be receptive to the idea of changing their ways if we had a positive plan for them? Oh, yes. They will because that's all it's about is opportunity. Everyone wants a fair chance. They see we have younger people, younger white people that's way younger than us have way more money than us. Because they have Ooh, the opportunity. Sorry. That's right. They have the That's right. They were born with it. They have they the were born with it. And we need to fight to get into schools. And that's what they don't want us. They're, they're trying to oh, take oh, black oh, history oh, out oh, of the schools. Excuse me. You can go ahead. This is a young lady I was talking about yesterday. Uh, also, uh, 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 her name is uh, uh, Kendra Gatling from Jersey. And... Um, Hello? Hello. Hello. 
Yes. And um, is, uh, Kim Jo, are you on the line? Oh, she she hung up. She call, hung up, okay. A, a call dropped. She was on there. Though. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Ken, I think I know where you're going with that, man. What you're asking is will our younger generation, our, our the people that's already in gangs, would they be perceptive to a change in the way that this works? But I, I'd like to say something about that, man. Uh, when you talk about a gang, what you're actually talking about is a group of people that are looking for the same solution. And so if we, as outsiders, start looking at these people as groups and not gangs, that would help to also change their own perspective. Okay? So if these were just a group, now people that stand around and protest, you don't call them a gang until they start tearing up stuff because their voices are not heard. You know, if if when you talk about people sitting in at the at, at D.C. in D.C., you don't consider them a gang until they start making a lot of noise and disrupting the way uh, business is conducted. And so if we change our perspective about what a gang really is, then we can see these people as more of a group and not so much as a gang. Yes. I agree. I agree 100% because people get labeled the wrong way and makes people lash out. If they were respected and call it what it is, then I think it will be better. Where black people would be more susceptible, they'd be willing to do certain things that we haven't had an opportunity to do. So I agree with you on that. Okay, good. Ken, what, what are you thinking, man? What What are your thoughts on that that idea about? I I know what you're saying. How can we change their perspective? But what about us? How can we change our own perspective as well? Well, see, first of all, you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You can hear yes. me? Okay. First of all, when we look at these young men, okay, we're looking at our sons, our nephews, our That's fathers. Right. That's right, my brother. Uh, uh, That's right. Uh, uh, our husbands. That's our selves. Yes. That's correct. And, 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 and we have to change. You see, you see again, we get most of our thinking from white media, I should say, from media, uh, uh, print, newspaper, and they show the negative side. I mean, yeah, a lot of That's correct. But yes. if, you really, uh, if you really examine they show a lot of potential skills, entrepreneurial skills, uh, leadership skills. It's hard to control 20 young guys, young black guys. It's hard. I mean, you know? whether they're doing and, something and, and positive skills, or not. And, and, and we got to tap into that energy, turn that negative energy into. See, our community, our, the people in our communities across the states have became afraid. Uh, 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 of these young brothers, and the first thing you want to do is take a flight out of the community. When you take a flight out of the community, you take resources, money, and and, 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 and relationship, family members, and 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 um, we have to. If you really like living in your area, or whatnot, I mean, you cannot let this run you out of your neighborhood. You have to find a solution to interact with these young brothers because if we don't do it, 
there's a whole there's a society that wears a a, a uniform that will be glad right. to do it for us. That's right, in a different way. In a I totally agree. Different way. Yeah. Now, Terrence, what do well, you think, think about this idea? More, I think we need more programs for because kids are coming out of coming out of their household learning this stuff because of what they see on TV or what they see on the street. I think we need to have things in our neighborhood, our own neighborhood, like boys and girls clubs. We need more of them. We need more um, schools for us to be able to learn the things that we're not being able to learn in public schools or regular schools. So he's talking about learning truth. You're talking about learning truth in our schools about who we are. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tammy. Not not just what they want us to know. Because, see, what's going on is they tell us what they want us to know, and it's like everyone is getting brainwashed. We need to do our own research about our own history. They don't know our history because they're not us. We know our when history. They tell you, how we, when they tell you what they want you to know, they stack the deck against you in that, yeah. within that information. Now, here's yeah. something that I want to put out Dow, there. Dow, yes, I want to let you know that Kendra Gatlin is online. All right. Are Welcome, you, Kendra Gatlin. Yes, I'm here. Thank hey, you for Kendra. thank you for joining the show, Kendrick. Thank you, thank you for having me. All right, so we got Kenneth Jones, Kendrick, and Terrence, and myself. This is going to be a great show, Kendrick. How are you today? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, but Tell just, us a little bit about yourself first, yes, so we I'm, know who who we're talking to. Yes, I'm Kendra Gatling, I'm owner and founder of Gatling Bookkeeping Services. I live in Essex County, New Jersey. And um, I have a deep uh, appreciation and interest in the initiative to change the outlook or to change the perception of how, quote-unquote, gangs are perceived, change the attitude. And I'm about unification of our people, organization of our people, so that we can um, cure this, these multiple diseases that are killing our community. Ah, man, that is such a powerful statement, Kendrick. Thank you so much for saying that. You know, there is an organization that uh, is attempting to unite 10 million people. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Terrence, tell me a little bit more yeah. about what you think we're going to be doing, we should be doing to reach out to uh, that younger generation, that generation, Yo, you, how can we reach you? First of all, I think that we need to get education. Educated is the number one thing because without education, you're going to be lost and you're going to be told anything and believe any and everything. We need our own leaders. We had Malcolm X. We had Martin Luther King. We had all these people, and everything that they're doing is working, but it's not working. We need to find a solution because violence, is not the answer, and they want it to be the answer. We need education, and I think that is the biggest answer there. Because once we're educated, we would know how to stop what they're doing or what they're trying to do or the deck stacking that they're doing. We'll be able that's to learn a powerful statement right own. there. And Kendrick, because what that that's that's real powerful, Terrence. Thank you for that. And and, okay. and tell me tell me, Kendrick, what do you think about that? Put a caveat on that. Well, I think that the first place we need to start is um, 
finding activities or creating activities, extracurricular activities for these children to do other than sports. When I was growing up, you used to be able to, like, if it was a rainy Saturday, you used to be able to just walk into your school and go into the gymnasium. They had board games. They had basketball. They had things for you to do. There were multiple things for the children to do, multiple activities to participate in in the community. We need to get back to that. We need to get back to the community way of thinking, that it takes a village to raise a child. We're not, we took the neighbor out of neighborhood, and we need to get back to that. Yes, we do need to go with education as well. We need to make these schools enforce the Amistad Act. They have a federal law stating that they are supposed to be teaching our children black history prior to slavery, and they are not doing that. We need the not, And guess, what, guess what's happening in Texas, Kendra? They are rewriting the history, and they're about to put it in the books, and just, it's just a bunch of lies, and it omits. Real and, 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 and speaking of yes, Black sir. History Month, right? You know who uh, 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 settled Texas first? I don't know. The African, the African involved themselves with the uh, well, they were Indians then, the Mexicans, but they're Mexicans now. Involved themselves. All that used to belong to Mexico, and all of California used to belong to Mexico. And that Africa queen was running away from the plantation. And Texas didn't have any slave laws at the time. A lot of Africans that was in slavery settled Texas. They was the wow. cattlemen. There, there was the horsemen. They did the rodeo. The that, that it was the African brother, uh, Bill, Bill, I forgot his name. Uh, um, uh, uh, that 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 invented. You know, when they jump off the horse and, and, and grab the bull and throw him down, a black man invented that move. Hey, let me and tell you something, man. To piggyback, Go on ahead, what was, to piggyback on what Kenneth was saying, actually the whole Southwest used to be um, considered a Moorish capital prior to uh, Christopher Columbus even knowing that there was that land over there. Prior See, to this, this information is not is not readily available. you got to dig deep to get this information. I'm sorry, Kendra, for cutting you off. Go ahead, finish your point, baby. Yes, but um, we we just need to come together as a collective. We understand that no, our our sons, our fathers, our youth—they're not bringing the drugs over here. They don't have any planes. They don't have any ships. We understand that. That's we understand correct. that. Right. You know, there aren't any opportunities. There would be, however, and just a side note, there would be more opportunities if more people, more of us, were inclined to support our own businesses. Well, see, Kendra, when we try to that's a side note. Go. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of layers to this. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of avenues to this. But we have to all we all have to get on one accord and decide that we just need to support our own because all the other races are doing it. We need to stop getting them rich because they're taking money out of our pocket, out of our community. We need to invest in oh, ourselves. When Go we ahead, do Terrence. invest in ourselves, when we do invest in ourselves, then they they make it a big problem. They make it like we're protesting against something that's not there or that we're trying to start trouble. Every time we that's do something, that's a distraction. That's, that's, that's a distraction. That. But we can't. And, and, and yeah, they're gonna do that. Worry about what they think. 
Yeah, they're going to do that. That's, they that's their problem. Think about it. The Black Panthers, they started with the breakfast um, the, the breakfast programs in the schools. They were all about yes. positivity, and they still it's a distraction. them. So it was like, that's you're right. darned if you do, you're darned if you don't, so we might as well do anyway. Okay, so yeah, check right. this out. Mm-hmm. So check this out. Yeah, the most too. powerful thing, the most powerful <laughs> thing, and the most and most dangerous thing that 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 this country could face is an aware black nation. Okay, now yep. the same oh, problem okay. that we had. Contact us to stop that. The same problem that we had. Fifty years ago, and the same solutions that they that our leaders came up with fifty years ago is the same solution we need today. Uh, the same problems we had fifty years ago, a hundred years ago, is the same problems we got today. Those same solutions can be applied today. So Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they were talking about how to unite with our economic superior power. Kenza, there's a book on the market called The Superior Power in Black America. What that book talks about is uniting our resources and building black communities based on our own standards. We should not be aspiring to wanting to be like any rich person. Let me tell you why. Because we are 13% of the population, yet we spend way more than anybody else. So if you're 13%, the 1% is the richest of the rich, 5% 5% is the richest of the rich, 10% is the richest of the rich, 13% is the richest of the rich, and that's who we are. So we are out of our rightful place, yet our economic uh, financial ability is in its rightful place. We're just not benefiting from it. So we're exactly. supposed to be right there. All of us is supposed to be at least wealthy supervisors or managers. This book the superior power in black America, you can buy it on at lulu.com. Now, it's important that we all get this book. It has the plan to put together our economics and lift up the African-American community from the ground up. This is not trickle-down economics. And, Daryl, I totally agree with you. Um, myself and others, we have been boycotting Walmart for quite some time now. This is just an example. Walmart, during, during the Christmas season, during the holiday season, Walmart lost $11 billion in revenue due to our boycotting, even though the media does not want to admit it. But I see a direct relation. The heirs of Walmart, Walmart, uh, the children of the owner, they're scrambling around, don't know what to do because they're very nervous as to the future of this franchise. They've had to close down Walmart stores across the country, different Walmart stores in the small towns, and the small town people are very afraid because now they have no livelihood. The patrons of those small towns, they ended up putting the smaller mom-and-pop stores out of business to go shop at Walmart. So the mom-and-pop stores had to close down. Now Walmart closed down. They have nowhere to go to get the things that they need. Um, and everybody is scrambling around in a disarray. I believe, being as though African Americans, our economic power is $1.1 trillion annually. That's correct. That is correct. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's supposed to go up to $1.3. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh-huh. 
Exactly, because you have more people that are becoming adults and more people that are joining the workforce, more people that are generating now, income to spend. So that being now, said, mm-hmm. if we have all these directed. Hello? Yes. My name is Monique. My name is Monique Freeman. And um, I'm one of the hosts of the Superior Power in Black hey, America. Hey, Monique, how you doing? Good morning, Queen. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? I am. I've been listening, and, and I, I'm loving this, this conversation. How you got doing today? Welcome, welcome, Monique Freeman. You know we got Terrence on the line. We got Ken on the line. We got Kendra on the line. This right I here is not. starting a movie. <laughs> Hey, guys. hey Kendra, hey. Monique is is my wife actually. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. Uh, I want, yes, uh, yeah, yes. I just want to go back you know what, guys? I would like what? to hear this question. <laughs> wait, wait, Ken, I, I, go ahead. It's a, it's a question. It's a question I want to answer. I want to go back to. And uh, okay, the question is how can we get the youth involved? Well. One way of getting the youth involved is giving them responsibilities. And a lot of times when we're trying to organize something, a lot of times when we go into a venture something or start something and everything, you know, it looks like mom and dad or grandma and granddad trying to start something. Instead of get these young folks out in front, give them the responsibility, let them be our eyes and ears and, and, and mouthpiece and whatnot. And, and we got to start involved, instead of keep, and, you know, and, and that's another uh, um, that's another strategy that's used by the uh, uh, populace is to keep the young and the old separate, to keep the let male me tell you and keep it separate. Let me tell you something yeah. about that, Ken. You're absolutely totally right. But here's here's one of the biggest problems. Because of the way we look at groups and our young people, we are afraid to use them. But they need a purpose. And we as the elder, as the older generation, we need to let them know what that purpose is. I'm, I'm not, I don't believe that we don't need what, so quote, unquote, gangbangers. I call them warriors. I, and, and what they need is a purpose. They need to protect our communities from police brutality. They need to protect our communities from rapists. They need to watch out for, for our stores Robbers. that we're about to open up. They need that purpose. They need to be guards and all of that stuff. We need these young men. So you have to we already can. We already have a movement. See, we have rappers. A lot of these rappers have more followers than the Pope do. And, and, and a lot of these rappers, and, and a lot of these, and these a lot of these rappers are, they reverting not from the violent gang rap. They starting to you got Kendrick Lamar, people like that is talking life, real life slavery things that happen. They putting a message out there through their raps for the younger people to understand because that's that's probably going to be one of the only ways for a younger generation to understand that they have a responsibility is through somebody that's been through it and that changed their life around, and then everyone's listening to rap. So when they're speaking to us, they're speaking good through their raps about history, about the schools, about what people are doing to us, and they're not going to violence. They're telling us to wake up and do your thing, get in the books, get in the activities, be productive. If you're not productive, then they look at you like you're in trouble or you're doing something wrong. Can I Yes, can Yes, yes, I, yes, Monique, go ahead. I, I just like, because I don't have a lot of time, but I'd like to elaborate on that. 
Um, okay, go ahead. Terrence, you are, you are absolutely right about the positive that can come out of rap and, and what you're saying. But I, I'm going to give you an example. Um, as you all know, I'm, I'm, I'm out right now, and I'm doing my field experience teaching. And I, I'll tell you right now, the police just left my job, and they have taken away a, a young man who is African-American because his parents aren't paying attention. They can't control him. And another African-American guy that's in one of our classrooms um, told him, it's cool. Going to jail is cool. It's all good. Don't worry about it. But because the parents are not involved, this is an issue. And you don't know how much it hurt my heart to watch this happen. Uh, but I will tell yeah. you, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But but yeah, yeah, you know, it it starts at home. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. said if you want to know if you want to know what's wrong with the kid, all you got to do is follow him home, and you'll find. A Look at spot. the parents. Look at the parents. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, but 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 just to go back, just to pick you off what Terrence was saying earlier um, um, about the rap stars. You know, the uh, I mean, uh, it, it always been positive in rap. Uh, Chuck D, a public enemy, used to say that uh, rap was the CNN of the black community. But uh, um, that's when KRS One was doing it. That's KRS-1 right. And, is, and, yeah. What do you know about KRS One, Monique? Come on uh, now, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I love, I love, but, I love, I fell in love with hip hop when I was in in the eighties. <laughs> Hey, starting in the 60s. What y'all talking about? Let's get See, right to the right They're trying to clone us. Kendra, trying to Kendra clone how us. can we move this thing forward? They're losing, yes. they're losing us. How can we move this forward, Kendra? Yes, well, moving forward, this is what we need to acknowledge. We need to acknowledge that there are, in fact, two types of parents generally. You have the parents that are not paying attention to their children. You have the negative and the positive. The negative aspect of it is, well, the parents are out ripping and running the street. The positive aspect of it is because the economy is set up the way it is, you have parents that are working two jobs to make ends meet, trying to provide a roof and food on the table so they're not around to properly pay attention to the children. That's when the village comes in. And that's why I was saying earlier that we need to get back to that aspect. We need to look out for not just our own children but for everybody's child in this community. Well, you know what, Kendra, that is let me, the Kendra, superior let me, Kendra, power Kendra, in black America. black America. That is but you know what? the superior Kendra, power. Let me, let me ask a question while I can. Kendra, um, and I'd I like to make a statement in this. Kendra, the, the young man I was talking about, these children have been special education children. That's my specialty. But that, that's there. because of their behavior, they're, they're, though. Right, right, because of their behavior. That's how, and, and, and sometimes that's, how the, that's the card the parents play. But check this out. At the end of the day, these kids are almost 18 years old. These aren't babies. Okay. And guess what? The parents want them gone. They don't want them in their house anymore. One boy has, this one boy has four months left. He's got to finish these classes as if he's in high school. He's got four months left, and his mom is like, he's out of there. The first thing that was said to me today was when he's out of here, he's on his own, so it's either jail or the grave. That's what we need to stop. That's what we need to stop. And that needs to stop because he's not only mom. 
And he's he not the only mom that, that feels that he's way. He's about to be 18, but think about it. These behaviors didn't just occur overnight. These were behaviors right. that exhibited as a young child, as a little child that should have been checked earlier on. And That's because they labeled him as special ed and as a behavior problem, that allowed a crutch for him to lean on. And now that he's getting older, you just snatch the crutch from under him and throw him to the shark. That's not fair. That's not fair. Well, that's 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 reality. That's what's happening. That's a reality. That's a reality. And that's the reason why we got to get back to. Wait, wait, now Terrence was saying something. Let's see what he's saying. Go ahead, Terrence. I was just saying that a lot of these kids that's acting up at a young age probably do not have both parents because what's going on is that when the parents are at work father end up getting arrested or going to prison or something's going on and then they don't have a father figure and I had I didn't have a father figure. My uncles were like father figures to me. My mother That's was right. my father figure. So they That's taught right. me everything that I know and I have to apply what I know to my people and the younger generation. And what I do I'm in Madison, Wisconsin and what I do is I I, I, I help people. I got little classes that I try to help people with um to get their G D to get schooling, culinary arts, things like that. And I think that we just can't throw them away because they made a mistake. Because everyone we makes a mistake. We have to. We have to recapture that, man. Look, either we're going to lose millions or we're going to gain millions. Now, it depends on we how we gain. handle this and what we do. And I can tell you this much. We need to change our perspective, and we need to start putting programs together that's going to move this thing forward. Now, I like talking, but I like action. So everybody yes. on this panel have already joined this group called SPIBA. Kendra, I need you to take a look at it, and uh, if you see that it's something that you might want to get into, we need to connect anyway. And so this is, this is an organization that you can go in and join. We're attempting to reach 10 million members to not only invest in black communities, but build black businesses, build black schools, revitalize black neighborhoods. We have to do that ourselves because guess what? It's already stacked against us. The way they get our money, the way they get our money, they keep stores from our neighborhoods. So we have to go out to Walmart because we don't have a black uh, store right there in the neighborhood that we can spend in. We got to go out. It's cultural. It's systemic. It's a plan. And it's a plan that has been planned for the next 40 years. There's so a lot of need feedback. Whoever's moving there's around needs to put their uh, phone on mute. Hello? Are you there? We're here. Okay, there's an initiative going on right now um, across social media, Facebook and Instagram. There is a GoFundMe page. I have to look it up, and um, I'll share the uh, GoFundMe page with with you all um, later on. But there's a GoFundMe page where we're trying to, um, where people are trying to, it's a group of people trying to gain funds to um, basically build up more black banks and more, and black-owned banks and credit unions. For that sole purpose, for the sole purpose of creating activities, creating more jobs, creating um, workshops to teach our youth different um, different things, such as carpentry, to teach them things things that we need, carpentry, to build houses, um, to for uh, business, you know, so they can build stores, accounting, businesses. Our, our, and, you know, 
know, it's, it's a GoFundMe page so that we can get the, so that they can get the money to to and the funding to actually you know carry these programs. So us talking about it is just the first step, but then we need to follow that with action. I agree. I agree. Exactly. Uh, let me tell y'all this. Let me let me say something about because this this radio show promotes this that whole idea. The name of this radio show is called The Superior Power in Black America. It started from a book. The book is inspired by the Million Man March of 1995. And so this book has moved into a movement. Now, you, everybody that's listening out there can purchase this book at lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com. Yes. And Noble, Amazon. Google Play. <laughs> we want people to go to the website www dot that is t spiba the superior power in black america website dot com there you can um, join excuse me, a Mr. movement Freeman. mr freeman yes, just because i'm not sitting there doesn't... all right <laughs> Uh, okay. Hello. Anyway, could you guys get that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mommy. Yeah, Kendra, what is the website love. that we can go to for this uh for this this movement you're talking about? I will let you know yes. that you can go around. I have to get on Facebook because I shared it. So I have to go mm-hmm. on my Facebook page and I'll have that information for you later on this afternoon. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh Ken, can you can you give Kendra my number so we can connect? Yes. Okay. We probably cool. talk it tomorrow, right, Kendra? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's All a right. wonderful thing. So, Terrence. You know what? I, I what? thank everybody. That, that's, Terrence, I like well, Kendra. I, my yeah. time ain't over, so give me a minute here, Monique. No, I was Karen. just saying I like what Kendra was talking about. He got to push the book, like Monique. What, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to uh, bring awareness to this whole point of view on this panel? Oh. What will you do personally? Um, personally, I'm going out on the streets. When I get off of work today, I'm going out on the streets with some of my friends that are in the neighborhoods that are bad neighborhoods that I know who wants to make a change, but they don't have no one to help them. I'm going to talk to them about this and about this movement we're trying and about this book because if we if don't nobody know, we're not going to be able to do it. And I need to get out there and let everyone know that this is our money we're spending and we need to keep it with ourselves in order to That's better right. ourselves. No one else is going to help us and nobody, they've never been helping us all these years we've been here on this earth. So we got to do it ourselves. And we got to start with love, courage, and respect. And if you can have them three things, then anything is possible. We can do it. Just like they did it, we can do it. So what I'm going to do is go out there, talk to my friends, and have them spread the word and have meetings at my house about this and possibly get online or talk to you with some of my friends in group messages or something and get this out. But, yeah, I'm going to go out hands-on and get this out to people. All right, cool. I personally... I am going to continue to push this issue. I know that it is very important to our future. We have no future if we don't take control of it. What about you, Monique? Well, right now what I'm going to do is try to reach out to some of the parents 
that um, that aren't paying attention. Uh, try to get their attention. Sit down and talk with them. Um, and I'm also going to continue to speak in the in, in the communities I speak uh, with the women of the diaspora. And um, just going to continue to speak and, and, and make awareness of what's going on and make sure that people understand what's going on. We've got to get those numbers up so that we can help each other. Um, we've got to talk to people. And, you know, granted, people that know you, people that know who you are, whether you're whether you have a good past or you have a bad past, they don't always want to join anything that you're doing simply That's because right. it's not them doing it. Okay, so... What has to be understood is sometimes you just can't do works in your own circle. You've got to think um, outside of the box and go outside to other circles. And that's one of the Ken, most important things. Yeah. yeah. I, Ken, I know you got something hot on the table. What what you got going, man? Tell us what's what's going on. Well, you, everybody know uh, I, I, I am involved with Queen Mother for Real Media. Matter of fact, uh, 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 Queen Mother herself put me in charge of organizing the thing, and uh, also uh, um, trying to get involved in this information news service, the first Black information news service. Uh, uh, I'm involved with four brothers across the country, uh, as well as brother uh, from Canada, and I'm just gonna continue to do what I've been doing for the past 45 years, and that is fight and work on behalf of my people, whether it's one family at a time, one individual at a time, or one city at a time, or one state at a time. I think it's it's needed. And and, and, and what Terrence is doing, we need more. uh, That's called outreach. We need more outreach, uh, uh, face-to-face, because not everybody, if they do have a computer, and they have a smartphone, they're not tuning in. And, and um, I just want to expand on what he said about the rappers and everything. They could be good ambassadors for this. Entertainers always been there on the front line with King and Malcolm uh, and, and Megger and, and Marcus. They always and, and we just have to take a chance, reach out, That's and hopefully right. somebody will listen and, and because if, if if a rapper says if a, if 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 a rapper said uh, uh, a well known rapper said stop wearing Tim in 24 hours everybody across the country will stop wearing Tim. That's how much of an impact this rap game, this hip hop culture, has became uh, an impact on our our, our culture. It is our, our, our part of our culture. Man, I think Thank you, Ken. The voice to the young people and. It's just we, it, it, it's it's a struggle. It's an ongoing struggle. No doubt, you and I may not see the success, but Kendra, Kendra tell us see. tell us what you got going. Well, right now, what I have going is um, I'm just trying to make I'm trying to wake everybody up and be aware of our history prior to uh, slavery. Also, in light of that, also making everyone aware of. Uh, economic power and um, just, you know, unifying us economically, uh, making everybody aware of uh, the things that are going on with, you know, opening up more uh, black-owned banks, black-owned credit unions, 
uh, advising people to uh, take their money out of these uh, corporate, you know, corporate banks that really do us no good, I mean, and invest their money into the black-owned banks and black-owned credit unions. I own my own bookkeeping service, so I'm working hard to build that up so that I can employ more people. And I'm talking to the youth to keep them, you know, from um, – I'm talking to the youth at the pivotal age of 11 years old where the gangs are just now starting to reach out to them and involve them. I'm talking to those children to steer them away from that and teach them, you know, um, to be a critical thinker uh, and, you know, to have entrepreneurial skills. You know what? I got to tell y'all, man, this is a powerful panel right here. This radio episode actually set the stage and really started the ball to move. If anybody is listening, they have to be inspired by the people that came together today on this show. I want to thank every single one of you guys. Every one of you guys are extremely intelligent. You are extremely engaged, and it's, it's going to take that and much more, many more of us to be like that. But this right here, this is a game changer, you guys. Congratulations, man. You guys made this thing actually open up. I'm, 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 I'm just, I got chills myself. What about you, Monique? Well, it can't be a one-time thing. It has to be an ongoing process. It just can't, it just can't stop here. We really got to put into action. You know, it takes and a lot of time, thing, consistency, and, consistency, and energy to pull this off. Another thing is, another thing is that what uh, Monique was saying that the parents didn't want their kids. Nowadays, kids are having kids. They're growing up together in the same environment. Yeah, you ain't so lying about only, that. They only know what their mom and dad are doing, and their mom and dad is not being able to control them. A lot of the reason right. because they're growing up together. And that's a a huge topic because we need to teach our children, you know, they see on TV, all through the media, radio, everything, they they see the pleasures of sex, but we need to teach them the science of sex, that you are exchanging, you're exchanging DNA with people. You're exchanging DNA with people when you're you're, um, involved in that act, so you have to careful. You need to keep your DNA fresh and to yourself until it is time. There's things that you need to do before getting involved with someone in that matter. This is going to be a That's series, guys. This is going to be a series. This is not next, next week's show is going to be a uh, takeoff from this week's show. We have to continue this conversation for our first topic and just keep this conversation up front. I, I'm, I'm loving all of this. I can see things happening right before my eyes. I already know. Yeah. I do have to yeah, tell you I guys can. again. I do got it. I have to say this again. Okay, Don't wait, forget. Wait, wait, pause. Get... Uh, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. Yes. Hold on a minute. We gotta, we gotta get that background out because I can, I'm, I can hear you on my radio, and that's a lot of background coming through. You gotta get the background well, out so I can understand you. Go ahead. Okay, well, I don't have a video on. It was just a lot of movement. It's good now. So what I have to tell everybody before these couple of minutes is over, don't forget, get the book, The Superior Power in Black America, written by Darrell D. Freeman. It is now a 58 pages for free if you Google book it. But the point is, 
get the book. This is the plan. The book. Okay, now um, can I can I say can I can I all right? And yes, the book is the plan. But also, what I would like for everyone to do is follow us on Facebook at the Superior Power in Black America. You can you can hit that and join the Facebook group. Also, go on www.tsiba.com, which is the Superior Power in Black America. Dot com and you can also tweet with Daryl at Landau Smooth at sign Landau Smooth and he will tweet with you and you can see the great conversations that he has going on there. Um, you can also check Daryl out on his blog spot, Life with Landau. These are these are medias and, and ways that you can stay in contact with Daryl and give us ideas for shows as well. We need ideas. Hey, we need participation. Hey, Go ahead, Ken. Yeah. Hey, could you remind yeah. Daryl that he owes me a book? He was supposed to send me a book two months ago, and I'm still waiting for the book. I, I go to the mailbox. I go to the mailbox every morning to look for my book. I say, no book this morning. And there's a spider in there telling you, no, Ken, it's not a book in here. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure I do that, Ken. I'll, I'll make sure that he sends that book off right away. I'm going to call you right back as soon as we get as soon as the show ends, Ken. I, I lost I gotta, I gotta confess, man. I lost the address. I'm, so, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I can't. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, man, yeah. it's in the package already. It's ready to drop in the box. <laughs> okay. Guys, I'm embarrassed. Guys, man. This, was a, this was a refreshing conversation, guys. Woke me up because I was uh, in class, just kind of going through emotions today, and I got in the car and I made sure I called in and. Started listening. I was listening on my headphone in class. I ain't supposed to be doing that, but they weren't doing anything but testing. So I was like, let me uh, go out here and get in this conversation. So, yeah, I enjoyed Kendra Terrence and you, Ken. I really enjoyed you and Daryl. You know, I always love to hear that mouth. Terrence, Terrence by the way, you all, is my nephew. Uh, and uh, we we go a long way back. That's my hey, that's hey, my Terrence, son. You right? trying to make it? You trying to make your organization a family business? First, your oh, absolutely. Now your nephew. Whoa, absolutely. absolutely. Who did you get from? You know what? Man? You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. This man doesn't have a family. He has a tribe. Oh, I hear that. I'm trying. I try to get my family members to get down with me, but I don't know. No, Man, no, Terrence got some powerful thing. sisters. He's got some powerful sisters. I'm, we're trying to drag them in. I know he's going to lasso them and get them in, but uh, we'll, oh, we'll yeah. wait on that. You guys, y'all well, have actually, a great night. I know the show has ended. Uh, I have to say good night to everybody and thank everybody for coming on to the show. Thank you, Mother, uh, Queen Mother, for allowing us to have this show. It is the, it, it's, for me, it, is the, uh, uh, it, it has changed my world. You know, when you first think about something and you try to do it, you thank you. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for having. Thank you. All right. Thank you for having. Thank you. All right thank now. You. We used to do